no backing down The heart of the cards is where magic is found We've played this game before, but never quite this way It's like an all-out war with monsters at What the fuck is up, duelists, and welcome to Pod of Grurt, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I am Max, a.k.a. Charles Darwin's Theory of Dance Dance Evolution. Oh my god, that's so good! Hi, I'm Sarah. Uh, hi, I'm Sarah, also known as Stepanoid of my cage, and I'm doing just fine. I'm Dan Silva, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Tony Hawk's uh, downhill, downhill Duels. Hmm. And with us today, we have a very special guest. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Scout Shiro, and I'm Tony Award-nominated Yu-Gi-Oh! voice actor, Andrew Rannells. I believe... Um, sorry. Um, car- carry on. Hi, hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Scott. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Hello! Welcome to the um, show. It's nice to Yu-Gi-Oh! you. Mmm. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, as I think we do with every guest, um, can you sort of take us through your history with Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, um, I was very into Yu-Gi-Oh from like ages 12 to 14. I read a lot of fanfiction on fanfiction.net. Remember that website? I, yeah. try, I try not to. Um, yeah, and I liked to draw the pictures on the cards. I don't recall that I actually played with the cards, but I remember buying the cards specifically to draw the art. God, um, that's such a mood. Yeah, you know. Um, I remember that Yu-Gi-Oh! stopped airing on Kids WB at some point in my area. So, like, mm. I remember up to uh, the point where, like, um, like, Isis showed up and... I remember mm-hmm. when they showed up, but I don't remember really what happened after that. So, you know, are we gonna are we gonna bleep that one, like last week? Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> oh, uh, last last week we we're not supposed to know about. So Sarah mentioned, and I bleeped it out as like a funny goof. Now we have. Oh okay. Our first that actual running me. gag. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Scout, you're breaking sounds all like sorts a great of... one to me. <laughs> you're breaking all sorts of all sorts of boundaries, Scout. This is great. Yeah, our, our favorite, our favorite anime, Yogurt O. Ooh. Oh my god! Yogurt, uh. Yogurt Moto. <laughs> okay, so Dan why don't we go play O? <laughs> why don't we get into this episode? Uh... We're going over episodes three and four of Battle City. Uh, episode three in English is titled The Past is Present. AKA okay. Pharaoh's Lost Memories, which is episode 52 for the dub. I guess since you're watching on Netflix, it's organized by season. So the episodes reset every season. But I think for us crunchy rollers, it's just like the number just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, we keep oh, going. Good. So episode three, forever and ever, forever and ever, till the numbers get too big. So it's episode three <laughs> slash fifty two. Um, <clears throat> it was a good one. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, Ferris Lost Memories. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Here's the problem. I only watched the Johnny Steps episode because I'm <laughs> so dumbass. Oops. Well, here's the, here's the thing, Scout. That's fine because in the grand scheme of things, nothing actually happens in this episode. It's just like yeah. a lore dump and exposition. Yeah, I mean, I have some things I want to talk to about it. I'll just comment on things. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I, I don't think... I, every single week, there's always someone who's just like they're there for color commentary. So like, yeah. we're st- we're still back to normal. We're still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that. I mean, I didn't take any notes because I'm I was too busy sewing. I mean, I'm still sewing. I'm sewing right now. You think that's a fucking joke? I'm not. Listen to my thimble. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, we got it. We got a lore dump. Uh, basically, uh, y'all y'all meet, meet everyone. Hey, hey, everyone, everyone meet Ishuzi Ishtar. Yeah, we love her. We 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 stand the Millennium Choker. And she, she's coming. She's coming off a plane specifically to Japan. Actually, um, it's America. Actually, in our in <laughs> shut our up. Dogs. No, and her name is find. It's Japan. And, and our her name is Ishizu because they won't, don't want to name her anything Islamic. Yeah, she's really beautiful to look at. I really oh. love her hairdo. She's like a her. Queen. Her oh, yeah. little um, braids. I'm not sure if they're braids, but like uh, I think they might be wraps. Her pigtails, like the thing where you like wrap your hair around yeah. stuff, where it's not actually braided. I don't actually know what those are called, but they're good, and she has them. I like them a lot. I think they look good. So, so, yeah. So here's my first question, and I know <clears throat> Audrey mentioned this, and Scout. I know you refer to them as their like original proper names. Um, and I was listening for them to call her Isis in the in the dub and like have the subtitles be Ishizu, but they still call her Ishizu in the dub. So where does like the original name Isis come from? Is that like the manga I or think, what? Well, it's sort of like how uh, Avdol is is like a bastardization of Abdul. Abdul, yeah. It's, it's just the yeah, Japanese it's... pronunciation of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I keep referring to her as Isis because I remember. On fanfiction.net, everybody called her Isis. So, of course they did. They're, you know? Yeah, they're progressive and forward and yeah. understood that they don't want to whitewash names. Yeah. Thanks, fanfiction.net. Actually, it's good. Thank you, fanfiction.net. good this whole time. Fanfiction.net, more progressive than four kids. Yeah. Four, ki- four kids dubbed this in a post-9-11 world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're right. So... Yeah, Ishizu lands in Japan. She's come to um, she come to the country to basically like open up a big Egypt expo- exposition exhibition. Um, side note: yeah. one time I went to Philadelphia for an Egypt exhibition, all about King Tut. Guess what wasn't there? The King Millennium Tut? Puzzle. King Tut was not at the exhibition about King Tut. Turns out, huh? Where is he? I don't. We never found him. Like, where do they keep him? He came to I life in his it. walks among us. Hopefully in Egypt. I'm going to guess Britain, though. I've seen him. I'm pretty sure he's in Britain, actually. Because I think I've seen him somewhere. Th- thank you, England. You're not problematic at all. I mean, yeah, but yeah. He, like, yeah, Isis fucking explains, like, talks to something about the, like, she's like, hi, I'm here for this exhibition. I'm part of the Egypt Archaeological Society who were created in 18-something-something uh, in order to stop other countries, like, stealing Egypt's treasures. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
ISIS is on that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. She said it happened in 1857 when it was founded. And I'm asking, when was King Tut found? Was it around then? Because that would kind of match uh, the it, whole no, timeline. No, it was like, it was the 20s because that's where all the Carter shit and that's where uh, the, the human world's obsession with like mummies and curses comes King from. King Tut was found huh. in 1922. Huh. Damn. People know things. I looked it up. Okay. In, in- Y'all not spend excessive amount of time on the like the Curse of Tutankhamun Wikipedia page looking at when Howard Carter actually died and seeing if there was actually any kind of plausible curse that apparently no, there wasn't. Howard Carter um, retire bitch. Yeah, Howard Carter retire bitch was an evil man and deserved to die. Probably. I'm assuming. Um, I don't actually know anything <clears throat> about him, but he was a British, so. <laughs> so, uh, so British. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Uh... So, like, Shizu, like, like the guy tells him that he has an ingenious plan that no one could possibly guess, and Shizu immediately tells him they're loading them in armored vehicles disguised as garbage trucks. Very uh-huh. Yeah, we don't get this. What? Like, um, I actually know this because I watched, um... I was watching I was watching these while I was doing stuff, but I couldn't actually look at the screen, so I put on I didn't put on the four kids version because I thought that would be cheating, but I did put on the Brazilian dub, which has this joke as well. Huh. Um in the Japanese she just she just she's just like, Hi, uh, I'm I'm here to set up the exhibition and there's like there's not that's hmm. no, that's not it. She's just like, I've got two stone tablets, let's take them to use the museum and then they just do that. Oh. Well that's ne- uh- I'm gonna say four kids did okay with that bit because it, it's a neat bit of setup. It's, yeah, it's pretty. Fun. It's like, like it sets up that she's like psychic or something. I don't know. Um. Anyway, yeah, she she we I think we at this point we cut to like the Kaiba house, like the the yeah. Sato and Mukaba in the what's that sitcom? Uh, Two and a half men. No, never mind. I don't watch TV. <laughs> The Sweet Life of Saru and Mokuba. <gasps> oh, that's good. God, that's good. <laughs> so we cut to the Sweet Life of Saru and Mokuba, where they're, Mokuba's watching TV, Kaiba's running a company, and uh, Isis is on TV. Yeah. She's talking um, about her exhibition, and like Mokuba's like, hey, Saru, that sounds pretty cool. And he's like, I'm running a company, Mokuba. I don't have time for mummies or pharaohs. Such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same. As the He's just like archaeology is boring, and Mukuba's like, I think it's interesting. <laughs> Muk- turns um, out Muk- and he gets right. a phone call. <clears throat> it's hmm? it's us. Uh, so it turns out Muk was right. Archaeology is very cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So on the phone is someone is is it's not Isis. It's like one of her bodyguards. Or yeah. Whatever. Someone's like, Hey, Isis hmm. wants to see you. Huh. And the dub it is Isis, and like she says to like look, and then it's. And then, like, watch the TV, because right now, <laughs> hey, I- I'm inviting Seto Kaiba to a special private exhibition. <laughs> what? That's, yeah. that's so convoluted. She, it's, it's so wild. Like, she does that thing where she's like, you don't believe me? Look at the TV. And then, like, talks to him from the TV. Believe, and it's like, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, now, Sarah, as the official fashion of the show, what the hell is Kaiba wearing? Yeah, I mean, screenshots is like a purple jacket, right? This is like he wore a purple jacket during Duelist Kingdom, right? Um, maybe it didn't have like spiked shoulder pads, though. It wasn't a blue. It wasn't a blue jacket, and it didn't have these these like '80s businesswoman's shoulder pads with studs on them. 
I mean, like, this is, okay, this jacket, like, whenever it becomes the white version of it, is really good. Here, I But this is kind of like, they just drew that, but then made it purple, and it, you know, what if it wasn't purple, actually? Here's a picture. Oh, it's so weird. He, is that, I, oh my god, Kaiba, what are you doing? And he has, like, a mini, he didn't have that, like, mini card necklace in, uh, Duel's Kingdom, did he? No, I think uh, he still has yeah, that. Yeah, he did. That's like the because thing with the... Mokuba's picture in it. I don't remember ever seeing it. Yeah, the it. whole plot revolved around it. I thought it was... And maybe he it wasn't... also got like a nice um, Jesse McCree metal arm thing going on. <laughs> he does have a belt buckle that says Banff on it. <laughs> Who? He's in Just... Overwatch. Sarah, it's a, oh, right. it's a video okay. game, Sarah. Oh, right. Okay. So I thought you were talking about Kaiba, and I was looking at the photo, and I was like, no, he doesn't. I know, I know who McCree is, because I've seen Fallon online. I was gonna, I was yeah. gonna say, do you uh, follow <laughs> Fallon on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I- Isis invites Kaiba to come to the museum, and he goes to the museum. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he, because he came to the museum because she promised him cool cards, and he was like, can't turn yeah. that down. <laughs> That's how I go to museum. Yeah. <laughs> we do see him yes. doing this episode, and he's got like this weird bat hair. He does. He has really weird looking hair. Isis has like her own kind of set of goons, and they've yeah. all got they've, like, they've all got kind of turbans, but they've also got like suits and facial hair, and they're 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 good actually. I like them. Yeah. I like their aesthetic. Yeah, it, it's like her... they're not we're not quite quite like a pointy hair guy, but we'll never get to chemo. The turbans are good. Turbans yeah. are good. Um, so yeah, Kaiba shows up at the museum. Um, the two, two of Ishizu's guards like come in from behind and say like, "Hey, we checked the place. It's all clear." And Kaiba says something about like, "Oh, if you really trusted me, you wouldn't have these guards here." And he like starts to walk away. Like, dude, come on, precious artifacts here, please. Uh, Kaiba does say in the dub, "It's only been a minute, and I'm already bored. Give me a reason to stay here, or I'm leaving." He's rude to her. Don't be rude to Isis. Just a little bit enough. <laughs> he's such, a, he's such you know? an asshole, and I love him. He's good. Um, Kyber actually yeah. does have something on his belt buckle in this outfit. It says, oh, yeah. it says KC. It says for KC Kyber Corporation. Kyber I can't believe that. I'm gonna yell. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like if Elon Musk had a belt that said Tesla on it. I no. refuse to allow you to to um, compare Kaiba to Elon yeah. Musk. First of all, yeah. first of all, down it would say four twenty. <laughs> oh no! Also, Kaiba is actually cool. Yeah. Also, hey, I want to point out that I am currently drinking out of a mug that does say a product of Pot of Greed on the back. Yeah, so, no, I, yeah. Tur- I'm looking at my Joey face Fucking... mug, and it does say a product of Pot of Greed. <laughs> Ugh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Take a fucking slurp, bitch. I'm gonna boost yeah. that, Sarah. Take one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so Isis takes Kaiba. She's like, uh, hey, I've got some uh, lore in my basement. Do you want to come check it out? <laughs> the the, um, the cask and, of Yu-Gi-Oh! Egypt basement. Yeah, the cask of um, the... Uh, Egyptian I can't remember what she says. Yeah, we'll, we'll workshop it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she takes him into the basement of the museum, and Kaiba's kind of like, okay, cool. Um, she tells him some stuff about how, like, oh, did you know that uh, Jewel Monsters was invented in Egypt? Not many people know that. Blah, blah, blah. Fun trivia. <clears throat> um, 
she yeah she tells us like the lore that we got last season pretty much yeah and there um, is very much um some screenshots of her saying that uh, Duel Monsters is based on a 5,000-year-old game. It was played by ancient Egyptians for power in one of the Discord chats. But for me, I thought it said it was played by ancient Egyptians for poker. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I, mean, I think I might have thought that as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just saw games poker and I was like, yeah, that, that tracks makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Texas Hold'em! Darby the Gambler played Jotaro in a game of Yu-Gi-Oh! when he was trying to save his mom from Dio. Absolutely! (laughs) It all comes back to Egypt. Yeah, y'all seen Jump Force? It it happened. What people don't know is there's actually a third Darby brother named Darby the Duelist. God. Can you imagine, (laughs) though? No! Y'all, his name is Darby Kaiba. (gasps) Fuck! Scout, thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, that's what um, that's what yeah, that's what Noah's name is in the original manga. It's yeah. actually Darby. Um, so so she was talking about how Pegasus went to Egypt and like got the inspiration for dual monsters. She says Pegasus and like just like a, fr- a a quick flash of Pegasus's face, just like glaring into the camera for like half a second, and Kaiba's like Pegasus. I love to see. I love to see him. <laughs> me too, Kaiba. He makes me happy. Um, yeah. So. Kaiba looks at, there's like, there's these, basically, the uh, exhibition is centered around these two big ass uh, relief carvings. Um, one of which has a bunch of, like, Duel Monsters cards on it. Uh, and Kaiba sees this and is like, holy fucking shit. It's freaking his oh bean. God. Um, we also get told some stuff about how monsters were real back in ancient Egypt and people trapped them in stone tablets and. People use them for evil, I think, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Dan, what did four kids give us like a weird uh, uh, bastardized lore it was explanation? Roughly the same. Essentially, let me see, I wrote this down. Uh, yeah, in ancient times, Egyptian sorcerers summoned monsters to do their bidding. The monsters couldn't be controlled, and they destroyed countless villages and nearly destroyed the world. How- the people turned to the pharaoh, who used his magic to seal the monsters in the tablets. Uh, the evil sor- However, a group of evil sorcerers figured out how to control and unseal the monsters and build an army, and they went to war with the pharaoh. Yeah, pretty much. Same thing. <laughs> destroyed de- destroyed countless villages and nearly destroyed the world? <laughs> Sounds yeah. like the English, right? Hey! Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, Scott, I very much like the fact that you've changed your name to Darby Kyber in the shot. This is very good. You're Thank welcome. You for this God. gift. It's, it's, it's canon. Um, Noah who? It's canon. Whoa? Um, yeah, so then Isis is like, so you've seen the first mural. Now you come and take a fucking look over here at this one. Take a look, babe. Take a look, babe. And Kaiba takes a look. Kaiba does not like what and he sees. He's like, babe? Yeah, it's 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 Yugi. It is yeah. Yugi. <laughs> Kaiba is like losing his marbles right now. It's like Yugi and above him is um dark like ancient five thousand year old dark magician. And on the other side is someone who also looks a little familiar. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, he's wearing a hat, so you you can't really see his Kaiba hair. It's the eyes, um, though. Yeah, the eyes. And I do want to point out um, that on this mural, um, which depicts the Pharaoh 
dealing with a priest, um, that the pharaoh kind of has a Naruto headband on his head, forehead. Oh, the hidden, kinda looks like that. the hidden millennium village. <laughs> the hidden eyeball village. Wait, it's in Egypt, so it's a hidden sand village. Duh. Yeah, true. Um, isn't it? I to be fair, I would be very alarmed if I looked at like some sort of ancient art and I saw someone who looked very similar to my rival. Oh, absolutely. Kaiba is like yeah. 100% having a normal reaction to seeing his Yeah, like, this is regular. His like biggest and enemy. Yeah, it's like his biggest enemy is a is a 5,000-year-old ancient Egyptian pharaoh. He's like reacting like literally any normal person would. Like he's like, "Oh god, this is no no no. No 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 no." Um, can I go all manga truther on you here for a second? Please. Because, like, his his reaction to this in, like, I feel like in the four kids, he's just like, mm, okay, cool, I'll believe it, whatever. And then in the, Japan- in the like, uh, Japanese, he's like, what the fuck, that's Yuki. In the manga, he, like, fully starts screaming at Isis. <laughs> he's just like, what's going on? That's not a fair, that's Yugi. He goes to my school. He's just a kid. There's no way he can be on a tablet. <laughs> like, he just fully starts shouting. I'll, I'll try and like oh, pull up um, you, a caption for you or a, a screen cap of it. Yeah. It's very good. So, um, oh yeah, like while, while this is happening, we're kind of getting like cuts to depressed Yugi because yeah. Oh, yeah. all like the stuff that happened in the last episode, he's like really worried about like losing Yami now. Um, we do get a line from Yami at some point where um, he he's like t- like so like Yami's like kind of a force ghost this whole episode just like talking to Yugi yeah. on his bed and Yami I really like it Yami yeah. and, you, and that happens in the next one too and I love when it happens yeah, it's, it's oh really god neat. the next one gives us some good Yami content um, but Yami says we have great friends when he's talking about like how they all went to save him and it's like we have friends not I have friends we mm. yeah. It's like the like my favorite like I mean we get like the lore dump and some like cool like fun Kaiba stuff but the reason like my favorite thing about this episode is like yeah. those like three or four scenes where like Yami and Yuki are just like hanging out in their bedroom like talking through yeah. all the shit that they just went through just, like yeah. just guys being dudes they're just guys being ghosts and yeah. boys bro we are teens giving like a sort of like mentor pep talk to him and it's like really nice it's so good yeah. Dude. He's just like, hey, like, thanks for saving me. And Yugi's like, Yugi's fucking depressed this episode. Like, yeah. every time he comes on, he's got like the biggest eyes that <laughs> we've seen him be drawn with yet. And he's just like sitting on his bed, like, with his arms, like, wrapped around his legs, just like staring at the puzzle, like, ah! I'm like, boy, I cry. Boy, I cry. Um, <clears throat> so, we, uh, when uh, I'm Saba. We- He's basically I? that sad cat face. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, we cut to Anzu having a dream of of Yami. Oh fuck yeah! She's like, oh yeah. It looks like Petra in Jordan, like that temple carved out yeah. of like the mountain valley or whatever. Um, God, I want to go to Petra so. Oh, bad. me too. And I just want to go to the Middle East and just, like see all the cool stuff that's there. And yeah, cried fun pot of greed trip to Petra. Oh my God! What if we all went on a field trip together? <laughs> Yeah, let's go to Egypt. Um, <laughs> let's go to Egypt, part three of JoJo. Um, so it and like I don't, I'm honestly not goofing when I say I don't know how relevant this is, but it probably is pretty relevant. Of like Ansu dreaming of Yami like walking into this temple, and she just keeps on calling to him Yugi Yugi, and he like doesn't hear her, and the doors close, and she wakes up from her nightmare. Yeah, it's just like it's because it's like it's I guess it's 
like her feelings about like discovering that the person, the, the spirit of the Millennium Puzzle is just like a whole different person instead of part of Yugi, and, and it's just I guess it's her feelings of like who the fuck is this guy and like what like like you know talking heads voice. This is not my beautiful alter ego. <laughs> this is not. Uh, um, so I guess the dream is just like, oh, Anzu's having feelings about, like, who the fuck is this I mean, to be fair, spirit? it could be a know. very big yikes for a person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I was just thinking, because at the start of, um, the episode, she's like, okay, so, uh, Yami is actually, uh, a, like a s- different person, and not as I had hoped part of Yugi, and I was kind of, like, just thinking, like, because so why does she hope that, like, he's actually a part of Yugi, like, what's wrong with him being a different person? But I just guess it's just, like, this strange unknown presence, instead of, like, the familiar alter ego of her friend who she's known for years, it's just, like, some stranger who's been possessing my friend this whole time. Yeah, it's, it's a mind freak. That's a lot. Scout, I want to eat a- this so bad. I posted a cookie of the Millennium Puzzle in the chat. It looks what is oh, it? That's oh my really god. god. That's, that's perfectly me. sculpted. Yeah, really, that's, like... Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, really I could crafty. see how you could do that. Essentially, you just gotta have the chill dough. Like, you essentially would. It looks like they have like a they like uh, put it together using like some sort of icing as a glue. Yeah, yeah like a chocolate icing. God, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh baking crafts. My new good cookbook. job, Yu-Gi-Oh fans. <clears throat> good job. Good We've job. Been real <laughs> since like uh, whenever I was twelve. <laughs> so we cut back to the museum. Um, and Ishizu is like, okay, you're a dingus 15-year-old. You don't believe me. So using the power of my Millennium Choker, what's the actual one called? Is it Millennium Necklace? I don't know. Yeah, I think millennium it's the necklace. Millennium Necklace. Okay, using it the power is. of the Millennium Choker, she uh, Scrooge, like Ebenezer Scrooge's Kaiba back into the past mm-hmm. to see the ancient card games that suck ass. Oh, yeah, to see how, like, shredded the pharaoh used to be. Oh, God. To see yeah. how white everyone was in ancient Egypt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, like, like they do it later on better. Like, why is it? <clears throat> anyway, they're all white and they're topless. They're all white, they're yeah. topless, and they're playing ancient Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Yeah, big stones. Really, There's really like, big like, stones. Like, uh, the sorcerer that looks like Kaiba's, like, has like these followers who are like doing chants. Uh, they are the chants are in English, and one of them I wrote down. Uh, let's see. Let me dig here again. Uh, let's see. Here it is. They got it in English. It's a uh, magic powers. Heed my cry. Release the monster trapped inside. Shut up, four kids. They didn't rhyme back then. Cool. So <laughs> cool. did. How do you know? I mean, I'm sure the ancient epic of Gilgamesh, like, kind of rhymed. It was in verse. True, true. Fair point. And I know every. I don't know how to read the question. I watched Fate Stay Night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I read the poem. I read the poem when I was 14. I don't remember it. Um, I just remember it was really gay and that the man was a bear and they were in love, and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. That's all I remember about the epic. Anyway. That's the spark um, notes. Um, yeah. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, it's ancient Yu-Gi-Oh. So yeah, the priest is Kaiba. He's Kaiba. He's the same 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 guy as Kaiba. 5,000-year-old uh, Kaiba. 
So basically, the analog for the card game is that it's these gigantic stone tablets, and the power comes from like these priests chanting to like bring the monsters out. And the life points are the priests. <laughs> so in the duel, when the oh monsters attack, and what? Yeah, you didn't catch that. When the monsters attack, no. When the monsters oh, attack yeah. and like destroy the other monster, like lightning strikes a bunch of the priests and like annihilates them. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. What? Yeah, sent that them like to the happens. Shadow realm. They just um, get dead for real. They dead. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. I did not see that. Um, it's a normal one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Kaiba like has a bunch. She has like three of these flashbacks in a row of like, um, the priest who is him in the past is jilling the like king who has Yugi hair. Um, but doesn't have eyes because, like, his identity has been erased. Like, uh, Ishizu talks a lot about how all the names of this pharaoh have been erased. Like, there's, like, a part of the mural or part of the relief that's just, like, chipped off because that's where his name was. And she's like, this pharaoh was erased from history. And, like, I think that's the reason in the flashbacks that he kind of doesn't have a face. Yeah. Yeah. And they always just call him the pharaoh. Right. Yeah. In the, in the dub, it's more that, uh, the who actually won was a race, though they still don't say the huh. name. Interesting. Yeah, so we won't um, we won't know the Pharaoh's name until season five, and you're not allowed to type it in our Discord, or you'll get banned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if we ever say it accidentally, we'll censor it. We'll bleep it out. Um. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of it. Kaiba's like freaking out. His being got freaked. He got mind freaked by a Shizu. Um, womp womp. And 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 then she's like. Oh yeah, uh, cards. Look at this mural again. Look at the top. We get to see the really good ones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She explains what the god. God, there's so much fucking lore in this episode. I know. I thought we were. I thought we were through it. We have all the god card shit to get through. Oh my god. So the best part of this episode are the three scenes where like Yami and Yugi are chatting in their room, and you know this lore. It's important to know. We need to know it. Oh yeah. Yeah. But does you you like to know it? I I mean okay yeah I, I do like to know it. Yeah, but I'd like been, to know it. I've been Pavlovian conditioned to not enjoy an episode if there's not a duel in it, so it, I have to like really pay attention to these ones. But it's good to me. See, I feel like I'm the reverse. Yeah, I'm like if yeah. there is a duel, the I switch off. <laughs> Same. Um. So the three god cards. There is the man, the the himbo, Oblis the tormentor. Uh, the the legend. Th- not called Slifer the Sky Dragon, the Winged Serpent of Osiris, which is a much better name. It's oh, Slifer the Sky oh, Dragon, nice. named after four kids, uh, what was oh, it? Oh god. President? Yeah, there's a Slifer man, there's like, his name's like James Slifer or something in it. Yeah, Slifer. Are you fucking kidding god. me? Yeah, that's, they named it after him. It's, uh, Roger Yeah, look Slifer. in the Netflix credits. Uh, looks like He's he just was. There. He was one of the co-producers for the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh!, I love that. He, so it's Mario. It's just yeah. Mario. Wait, Mario Wait, was, was the, Mario was named what? after Mario Sagale, who was the landlord of Nintendo of America. The, the landlord, like the person that they yeah. rented yep. their building from. Yeah. Yep. And what? Kirby was named after I think John Kirby, who was one of their lawyers. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah, Max coming in with a deep video game lore. Wow. Damn. Um, this is the lore that I crave. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, god cards. Oh, yeah, and then there's Ra, who I don't like to see because he's a stupid chicken. He's... Oh, yeah, and um, uh, basically Isis is here to get Kaiba to host a card tournament. Yeah, so turns out Battle City is just a sting operation. Mm. Yeah. So essentially there are like these like super elite uh, black market card hunters called the Rare Hunters. <laughs> That's not uh, what they're They're actually called, called the Nameless Ghouls? <laughs> they're called the Ghouls. What? Yeah, what dude. They call them the Ghouls. But Rare Hunters is good. Rare yeah. Hunters is good, but I like to imagine Honest? Yugi dueling Papa Emeritus. Yeah, like, I'm just thinking about, like, my nickname for this episode was potentially just going to be, like, Nameless Ghoul, uh, the Slifer, that I thought <laughs> that coming out of my... It's, honestly, Nameless Ghouls and Rare Hunters sound like what the other version would call them. Yeah. Like, Honest, yeah, really. Four kids would call them the Ghouls and, like, like yeah. the sub would call them the Rare Hunters. Little Green Ghouls, buddy. Little green ghouls. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically it's a sting operation because these ghouls are the ones who like originally stole some of the god cards, I think, or stole yeah. a bunch of cards from ancient Egypt. Um, except Isis, I'm just going to keep on flip-flopping on her name. Isis gives Kaiba the actual real obelisk and, and she's like, hey, this is bait. Use it in a duel. And Kaiba's like, what if I just keep it? And she's like, I don't know. I don't fucking care. She says like, she just she like looks him in the eye. She's like, "You won't." Kaiba's <laughs> like, "Okay, <laughs> bitch, try me." She's like, "What do you say, she, she said that she foresaw it because that she knows he'll return it, like using her brain powers. You, oh yeah, her Millennium Choker. She's psychic and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, so we get like again an incredible Yugi scene. Um, oh shit! Can I just like mention the one last uh, really good Kaiba line? Yeah, dog. Please. Yeah, so Ishizu says, You may not believe in destiny, but before the tournament is done, you'll have to face your past. To which Kaiba says, You know, I read that once in a fortune cookie. <laughs> Shit, I've just remembered one of the, the Japanese lines, which is like, um, I think Kaiba, she's, Kaiba's leaving, and he's like, Fine, I'll host this tournament on one condition. You never talk to me about pharaohs or ancient Egypt ever again. Bye. <laughs> I don't want to live in the past. That's a very regular thing to say to someone. Yeah, Kaiba is, like, not here for it in this episode. Yeah, like, the more I see it, the more I think of the comparison someone I heard make, which is, Kaiba is the anime rival who adamantly refuses to have a redemption arc. Yep. And he's so valid. He's the the only asshole anime character I like. Um, Yeah. So, Yugi scene... He's talking to Yami, and he asks him, like, hey, who are you really, though? Tell me the name of you so that I may become king of games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is, like, there is, like, a kind of a cut from uh, Kaiba and Ishizu are like, so look at this guy, the nameless pharaoh, and then, like, sort of cut to Yugi and Yami, like, a few scenes later, and Yugi's like, okay, yeah, but who are you though? Like, 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 really though? Like, who, who the fuck are you? Oops. And Yami's just like, mm, fuck if I know. <laughs> Good question. Um, yeah, he doesn't know. Um, he's like that. Like, he like doesn't really have an explanation as to why. He just doesn't really know. Um, and then we get a line that almost made me cry for real because was it the memories one? He says, "I want to stay with you forever. I don't care if I never get my memories back." 
And then Yugi says, I'm willing to give you all my memories. And like, any- Aww, anyone else really crying good. in the club? Yeah. Uh, we bitch. Have, we didn't have that in the dub. Yeah, of course you didn't. Still, it, he still had like the kind heart to heart and all that. It's just not those specific lines. So that's not quite as effective. Mm. The thing that I remember from the Brazilian dub that I watched on Friday. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's like, f- like, there's all this junk about destiny. Yeah. Like there's all this stuff about like they they, they yeah, start talking a lot about, about destiny in here too. the 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 enemy from the last duel and how they're gonna have to defeat him and stuff and it's all like I don't care about destiny like I don't care if the world is gonna end I do care if the relationship between Yami and Yugi is gonna be threatened okay hmm. yeah that's the only stakes that matter yeah those are the only stakes that matter like world end I sleep Yami and Yugi friendship over um, oh real shit. <laughs> Um, I don't even know where that's from. I've just heard Max say it. Oh, I'll paste it later. Um, so basically, that's, <laughs> nice. that's the episode. Um, we get to see a, uh, the last clip of it is Kaiba in his like Mercedes limo driving away, like just looking at Obelisk and laughing evilly. Like, yeah, it's really oh, yeah. good. Why, dude? You just gonna steal it? You're not. She said you couldn't. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. Like yeah. empirically, the most boring episode of Yu Yu because nothing happens, but probably the most important episode of Yu Gi Oh because everything happened. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I really liked it. I didn't have to watch a duel. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I didn't watch <laughs> it, but I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Scout Knower of every Thank episode. You, Scout. Um, were we gonna do Queens of Games or were we gonna do like a special new Pokemon times? We're gonna yeah. Something? I haven't done anything new. We can we can just do the Pokemon. Yeah, um, I've. Like, I guess I just mentioned I've been focusing more on, like, Thug Pro, but that's about it, really. Yeah, play Nino Kuni, too. Um, so. I think po- everyone should play Fate Grand Order. Just is, that the, is that is that Gacha Scout? What? Is that a Gacha game? It sure is a Gacha game. <laughs> it's a free-to-play, quote-unquote. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna, free in a lot of quotes. It's totally free. <laughs> free to start. It's Da Vinci money. <laughs> And she'll give you her own experience. Hmm. So, as everybody knows, uh, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield and Pokemon Gun have been revealed. <laughs> <laughs> they've been announced and... They've been announced. They're set in the UK. There's a lot of really, really good jokes about, like, you know, Scottish Twitter and all that. Um, and we here have resident Pokemon expert Sarah... To talk and yes. resident UKer Sarah. Oh yeah, that's too. Yeah, mate. I can, I can like, I can like rate the Pokemon in the Glaswegian accent. <laughs> so you, here, I'll post the Pokemon for you, just in case. Uh, Great, please, please. I mean, I've seen a few of them on Twitter, but I, I mean, have not really contemplated them much. So these are the lads: Gen A starter, the Galar region. The starter Pokemon are the Grass Starter Grookey, the Fire Starter Score Bunny, and the Water Starter Sobble. So, Sarah, if you would do your magic. Um. Okay. Now, Score Bunny is a brawler because it has a plaster on its nose. Firefighting type. Like something, something like it's like this. This bunny runs into parked cars. <laughs> um. It's got a plaster on its nose and a plaster on its foot. Like this is like this is like this is run through a brick wall kind of bunny, and I'm here for him. This little water boy is 
absolutely terrified of the bunny, um, <laughs> which is ironic considering it's a water type, I guess, and could water beat fire and shit like that. Um, but, you know, he has anxiety and he's valid. The monkey is a friend, I guess. <laughs> Basically, I don't. Monkey. I don't. It's kind of like the monkey's a bit of the third wheel here in the relationship between Sobble and Scorbunny. Um, who Scorbunny is just an absolute lad, and Sobble is like, please, why are you doing that? Stop chasing those cars. <laughs> so I'm loving the relationship here, and Grookey's kind of just like the kind of uh, really the Tristan of this group. Uh, I'm sorry, Grookey, you're you're great. You know, you're very cute. Grookey's um, just saying hi. He's just waving. Yeah, he's just he's just here to chill. He's maybe he's the maybe he's the oblivious friend who doesn't notice a that he ha- has like a hot bunny friend who's just a wild mad thing uh, and a little other creature that's just full of anxiety and he's just he's just fucking high as shit. That's what Grookey's secret is. <laughs> Wait, oh, all right. Sidebar. Uh, I'm gonna tell y'all my monkey story. Um, oh, uh huh. Well, it's it's really short. So last time I was at the zoo. Um, we have, there's like an orangutan exhibit at the national zoo in DC. Um, and you know, monkeys are terrifying and they're very wise and orangutans are like the only valid apes because they don't, aren't as scary as gorillas. And, um, there's like this little, like, uh, like ship kind of circle window in one of their exhibits. It was like at ground floor. So you can look at the monkeys or the orangutans. And one was like right up against the glass, just like sitting there staring. And like, I came up and we just like locked eyes and it was just like looking at me. It was, like, mm-hmm. a really weird, like, tender moment. And it was, like, there's something very like, special about an ape just, like, looking at your eyes and, like, recognizing you as a person. Um, hey, bro. Bro. Bro, we are primates. Bro, we are primates. Yay. And it was, like, a really nice moment. And then the monkey got up and its finger was in his butt the whole time. <laughs> that, that's it. That's my Rangotan story. Thank you, Rangotan. Um, do you want me to give a rating for these? Individual ratings. Let's Wait, do. individual ratings. Please. Yes. You notice that he has one ear connected? Oh, yeah. It's just kind of a... Yeah, huh. His ears are also, like, at the top of his head. Hmm. It's like Sonic's huh. eyes. It also has, like, a collar a little bit. Yeah. Is it kind okay. of weirder the I more mean, you look at it? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give Grookey a three. Just, he's fine. He's good. Solid, solid. An average boy. And, and like just a, a wholesome average boy, I like him. Um, I've nothing bad to say about it, but I've nothing too exciting to say about him either. My Sublin and Scorbunny um, are definitely going for kind of an inner round, like a four, four kind of rating. Um, and I think I think I should give. I think I'll give them both like a kind of a four point three out of five. Um, just because I just I love the dynamic between them. It's probably just this illustration, really, where it looks like Sobble is looking at Scorbunny, who's doing some wild shit. But I think I'm going to give them both a four point three. Okay, you're getting a little granular. I like it. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Uh, that was that was extended Pokemon hours. Real Pokemon. That hours. was the Queen Queen of Pokemon, aka me. I'm the Queen Real of Pokemon. Real Pokemon hours. Who? Yeah. Are. Yeah. Um, Our new segment, Real Pokemon hours. That's good. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon so, yeah. games. Yeah. Hmm. Shall we step out of this segment? Yeah. yeah. Two. Thank you. Very that was myself. good. That was good. Episode yeah. fifty-three, Flaming Dance Battle. What was the good name that we got? Uh, stepping out. Oh. Stepping out. Ooh. Hello. Um, how's this one start? Uh, um, hey Anzu. 
You want to come on a date with my other self? Ooh, it's good. It's so good. But we also do find out that Serenity's getting the eye operation because of Yugi. He won the money at Duelist Kingdom. Oh yeah, she get new eyes. Yeah. Very, very good moment. Immediately ruined by Honda. Oh yeah. god, yeah. He's like, oh hey, introduce me to your sister. Unlike you, she's cute. But I mean, fuck off, Honda. Yeah. Stop this. It's like first Miho. When will you stop? <laughs> he he creeped Miho out so hard that she disappeared from reality. So like, to be fair, Miho did very much like use him and manipulate him for her own advantage, and I was proud of her for it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that was good that she did that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he deserved it. Mi- this Miho's, did happen. Miho is a strong, independent woman. Yeah, and now she's gone and there's no one to, you know, control the Honda. Yeah. Honda unbound. Honda <laughs> unbound. Honda the forbidden one. Punished Honda. Honda unbound, serenity unblinded. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a yeah, Dato. Dato. They, um, did, did they mention that, uh, sorry, I, I wasn't paying full attention during that bit, but did, You're they did mention in the dub that like Joey's like worried about seeing his mom, right? Yes. Because oh, yeah. Joey and his mom don't see eye to eye. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the dub he's talking about how like, you know, I don't know if I'll see her because like, you know, since we've been split apart, like we're not really on good terms with like our parents, something like that. Yes. Hmm. It's like Yeah. Damn, damn he's just like damn Yu Gi Oh getting real. Yeah. yeah. Just just the, the real divorced parents shit. Yeah. Um so back to fun stuff. So, since Yami seems depressed these days, why not make him go on a date? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah, I guess. But in the dub, it's not framed as a date at all. Oh, God. It's It's just framed as, like, a cool friend hangout. Yeah. I mean, that's valid as well. You know, as an aromantic, aromantic, I don't even know how to say my own damn sexual orientation, but as an aromantic person, uh, I, you know, I support this. Yeah. But also, what if it was a date, though? A date, So... And Yugi says, like, um, he's talking to to Taya, and what what name should I use for her? Whichever you want. Did you yeah. watch the dub I, of the I sub? I sure did watch the dub. Hell yeah. Then, I don't know. Y- yeah. Your choice. Chase your Go bliss. Okay, Taya. well, Yugi's talking to Anzu. Ah. And he says, but you can help. And uh, it's about finding who stole the Millennium Puzzle. And he sounds, the way he says that, sounds very much like he's an NPC from a video game. And I'd like to hear <laughs> Talk to Yugi in the I... Imperial City in Oblivion. The way I saw this is like, Yugi, Yugi needs Tay to like help build up his friendship meter with Yami. And like, they're... <laughs> his social link. Yeah, his social Yeah, link. they have to go on a Yakuza sub-story. <laughs> um... So, like, in order to get ready for this uh, gathering, let's call it, uh, Yugi has to go full goth punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel good. It is a really good look. He has, like, a couple more sweatbands than usual. Yeah. Hey, remember, uh, remember, like, last episode or the episode before, um, whenever uh, he was like, oh, do you think this chain is too much? And Yami was like, no, how about some cool armbands to go with it? Well, guess what? Yeah. Yami was right. <laughs> he was right. He looks like um, all oh. Kingdom Hearts in this episode. He does. Oh, my God. I didn't yeah. even get that. Well, King of Gimsdom's Hearts. Uh, mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. 
Um, uh, one other manga trutherism that I want to throw in there <laughs> is that, you know, obviously uh, this specific attire could not be included because of budgetary reasons for animation because, you know, putting a, a logo or text on that t-shirt would add in a load of time to the animation. Um, but in the manga there is there is a, a some writing on the t-shirt that he wears, that Yugi oh. wears. Just oh, says Yugi. Yugi. <laughs> Just says Yugi? Yeah. That's really good. It's like when your mom writes your name on your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> It's like in Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's when like a Dragon when Ball shirt. when Piccolo wears like Batman. Oh no no that's Vegeta. Oh sorry, yeah. what does Piccolo wear? Postboy. 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 And like Bulma has a hat that says Bulma on it. Oh, she always wears <laughs> clothes that say Bulma. Yeah. yeah. It's oh my god, I, I I would kill for a Batman shirt. Me too. I'm sure they, I'm sure they sell them. I remember there were so many um, DBZ fan fictions about. Uh, Vegeta wearing a bad oh, band shirt. I mean, if I it, it's your story, if you're gonna have Vegeta in it, why not have him in the best a outfit? Bad shirt. It's you cool. Oh god, it's so good. So basically, and 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 he's talking about you know how how Yami seems depressed, and he's like talking about like how he's gonna go on a date with Anzu, but he's like, I'm not gonna be the one going on the date though, and he like looks all smug into the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, I think because Yami's just like, oh, hey, partner, like, what, which, what's the big occasion? What, what are you getting dressed up for? And he's like, I'm going to see Anzu. And Yami's like, all oh, supportive. They're like, oh, yeah, you finally asked her right. You're going for it, bro, 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 <laughs> we are teens. And bro, we are teens. Then ugh, it's, it's so good the way they kind of ship each other with Anzu. It's great. Like, you know what's super weird to me is that I mm-hmm. firmly recall the dub calling... Uh, yami, yami, but yeah, the dub calls him the spirit here, and I'm yeah. like, question mark. Because yeah, there was I an earlier. Strongly remember that. Yeah, there was definitely an earlier episode where, like, at the end of Duelist Kingdom, uh, Yami tells Yugi his name. He goes like a couple different names, and one of them is in fact Yami, and mm-hmm. like, but afterwards they just seem to keep calling him the spirit it's weird yeah, yeah I, it's super weird i was gonna ask like because I, I i like thought about it in this episode like where like the original yami though like the name yami came from because it's not in the sub because they only ever call him like yugi it's always yugi for both of them and that's always like mm. driven me crazy I mean, like in the, I could tell you that in the manga, in like the in the first manga, like the season zero version of the manga, mm-hmm. you know, when they get those like intro pages for like these are the characters in yeah. this manga, it does say like Yugi, and then there's a picture of like nasty season zero Yugi. It says like Yami no Yugi. Okay. Yeah, it's Yami Yugi, um, right? Dark Yugi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's what his character name is given, like in the manga. Okay. But I also remember like a scene from the dub that. Yugi's like, so what should I call you? And Yami's yeah, like, call me that's, Yami. That's what he says. Call me darkness. Uh, I'm edgy. You know. Have a little bit of a color. They talked really fast in that part of the song. Oh, okay. I, no, I because I could have sworn those were two different darkness songs that we just sang. But I mean, probably. I didn't recall that there was more than one song by those guys. I know the Indeed. one, and that's it. <laughs> there are, I know at least two, and the other one is the Christmas songs. Dueling you. Wow. Yugi, you may call me XX Dark Boy 666XX. 
<laughs> Yugi, mom said it's my turn on the Xbox. <laughs> um, so we go to like the station where where Yugi is going to meet with Anzu, um, and he like forces out Yami and like won't let him change back. This yeah, is my Yami's favorite. Very uncomfortable with it. It's, this like, is my favorite set of like frames in the entire series it, it of Yu-Gi-Oh. Sent me. Like flustered Yami. Flustered yeah. Yami yeah. cured my depression. He's very confused why he isn't dueling right now. It's so good. Like, you know, he's the king of games, and when he's gaming, he's all like suave and cool and confident. But it, when he's not gaming, he's just so fucking he's a awkward. Goober. Yeah. He's Kazuma Kiryu on a sub story. Oh god, he really is. I did write that Yami's voice is really funny in this episode talking about the mundane stuff because he's like, he's on a date with Taya and he's like, oh, I'm at Starbucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I did they, also they do go to Starbucks. they're at Starbucks because they're yeah, they literally and go to Starbucks. are green. Yep, yep. It's, you can see like like a little like knockoff logo on it. <laughs> I'll have a venti caramel macchiato. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like a uh, cake oh. pop. <laughs> How many calories is this lemon bar? Do you um, have the sugar in the raw? <laughs> <laughs> so they're at Starbucks. Literally, no one could come up with a better situation than this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yami shows up 15 minutes late with Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Scout, that's so good. <laughs> so, yeah, Yami's like, seems kind of bored and aloof. He doesn't really know. They have this really, you know, kind of nice conversation about how they don't really know what to do with their lives. Like, hey, same. And they have no clue who they are, which is a big fucking mood. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a nice... This is still in the dub. It's a nice conversation. Oh, good. It is. So, basically, you know, long story short, they're like, alright, let's just, like, hit the town, go do things. And we just get, like, uh, a really nice montage. Um, yeah, gets attacked by pigeons. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it's that It's so good! It's like, we get this, we get, like, our, um, season, season one, our season two, like, outro, like, that, like, funky groove while this is all happening. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh yeah, the best music. Yeah, my my, my, my music. notes are, this is so cute, I'm dying, Squirtle. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Although I do think um, there there is a reason that they go around town and do like Indian shit uh, because at first Anzu's like, "Hey, uh, the, check out this Egypt uh, exhibition," yeah. and Yami gets kind of like really awkward. Yeah, um, like he's yeah. yeah, and then Anzu's just like, oh, "Don't worry, we we don't have to do that. We can just like hit the town and do some random stuff." Mm-hmm. So cue the best montage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of all time. it's a very good montage. They go to see, yeah. like, a scary movie. They go to listen to some CDs. It's so Hey, cute. hey, hey. Did I'm pretty sure the movie was Star Trek. It was Star Trek. Because I looked at the poster. Star Trek, yeah. And, no, but, like, Bones was there. <laughs> like, Bones like from Star Bones? Trek was Just on like the poster. Star Trek Bones? Star Trek. Yeah, like Star Trek Bones. Uh, like, DeForest Kelly Bones. I thought was it... On the, I, it looked like Bones I mean, me. it, it was, like, you know, generic knockoff Star Wars, Star Trek's hybrid sci-fi because, you know, rights and stuff, but... Yeah. And, and Taya was in the Bones film like, come on! And Yami was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> Yami's a weenie confirmed. Yeah. yeah. He's scared of Star Trek. Which is like, okay. 
All right. So, they, so they, they they see like a card shop and Yami's like, I don't know, this was here. And Anju's like, let's go in. And then he's like geeking out over cards. He's like, oh, I got a rare one. And it's so cute. It's cute. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And then, and then they go to like this big arcade thing. And it's yeah. like a giant spider on the uh, sign for it that says Big Wed. And I thought it said Big Weed. And I had to pause the episode and take a break. <laughs> Big weed. Hey, hey guys, you want to go to the arcade after this episode? It's called Big Weed. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I could see a barcade called Big Weed. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, though, it's a good name for anything, really. Barcade yeah. slash hookah lounge. There's a barcade in my town that's just called Barcade, and uh, I like that. How minimalist. I like it. It's like. Yeah, it's good. You know what you're getting Is into. Is it good? Can we go? Can we go? Um, yeah, I think we could go. Pot of Grid field trip to the barcade. Yeah. <laughs> Where we will all play DDR and I will win. Yeah. You mean, you mean D&D? Uh, yeah, D&D. D- 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 <laughs> Dance, Nance, Devolution. Dancing, <laughs> diners, and drives. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they they go to the, the arcade and they immediately go over to the DDR machines and we see... Who else but Step Johnny? What is Johnny Steps' outfit? What's he wearing? <laughs> He's like, got some good boots. He has I cowboy like boots. It. He has yeah. like the tassels. He it's has like, like big puffy red shirt. Horizontal stripes on two parts of his pants for no reason. Hmm. I gotta say, I I, I think he, I, I think he I think he looks cool. He does I look confess, cool. the tasseled boots got me. I like his piercings. Yeah. I like his piercings. Yeah. He's got some cool dreads. He has like an eyebrow piercing. He has a lip or a nose piercing. He's a cool guy. He has like it's three just... earrings. Unfortunately, he's also a fucking sex pervert. Yeah. yeah. We hate yeah, John. That's kind of the problem here. So basically... So he, he feels like the date of the week on a Sex in the City episode. Uh-huh. He very much does. He's like a guy who gets kicked off in the first episode of The Bachelorette. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yes, I've seen those shows. I know them well. I actually um, have seen one season, and it was bad. I've seen a lot. Of Don't well, Max. Too. You're the podcast himbo, so you're valid. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad you you've forever validated me. You have been officially bequeathed. The, the, I mean, <laughs> I diagnose you with himbo. Hmm. Wow. Let yeah. me just make a custom roll. <laughs> no. Okay, himbo. Um, so, so yeah, uh, Johnny Steps is like, hey, you girl in the pink dress, come duel me at D&D. Oh, yeah, I gotta say, they're playing DDR. the diagonal DDR, too, which is a lot harder than regular. The, I've and, actually never And there's a center, this. there's like a center pad, too. Yeah, in it's diagonal like, DDR, I'm pretty sure there is center. Is there? Okay, yeah. It's like, so instead of four, it's nine, which is like, oh my god. A lot. But also, um, at one point, when they're playing, they start breakdancing, and that's just part of the game. They start so breakdancing. They start breakdancing. They have, like, chore- like choreography. It's like, yeah. this is this is way too involved for DDR, but Anzu is still, like, the best at it. Anzu is, Anzu is better at DDR than Yami is at Duel Monsters. Yes. And yeah. she takes off her jacket, and she looks very good with just the crop top. She does. She like. Hey, can we have a new series of Yu-Gi-Oh that's just centered around Anzu's DDR battles? Please. Yeah. It, it's it's Anzu's New York side side story spinoff. She is yeah. my favorite character. 
She's Sorry, good. Kid. She's she's the most valid out of the yeah. whole Yu-Gi-Oh gang. Um. So yeah, they yeah she destroys Johnny Steps. And Johnny Steps is releasing sparkles when she dances at one point. She's oh, dancing so her. good. I don't like it's to see. Really I don't like to see that she's kind of like sexualized in this scene because she's yeah, also she fifteen. Is. I don't like to see the shots of of her boobies and her butt. But you know what? Yeah, that is weird. I'm just gonna close my eyes and pretend it doesn't happen because it's bad. Like okay, I think just... for 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 all the times that like Anzu who's been sexualized, uh, you know, thinking back to the <clears throat> water park episode, Ugh. um, this is like it. It's so full of like pure joy. This scene, yeah, like she's just so really good at dancing and loves dancing so much that like I I'm willing to allow this one to exist. Yeah, this is hey, this is what Abba's saying about. She truly is the dancing queen. Yeah, yeah. young and sweet. Mm. Only fifteen. Um, she's fifteen, right? I don't remember. Yeah, like I think I think, I, I think they're first years, so like fourteen or fifteen, yeah. um, or no, fifteen or sixteen, because Japanese high school is three years. So yeah, she's yeah. fifteen. Um, I think I think that Yugi turns sixteen at some point during the series. I remember that oh as a thing. God, oh my god, Yugi's sixteen. Oh. Um. So yeah, yeah. Johnny's trying to like trip her up during the dance, and everyone's like, "You suck, dude." And yeah, he fails. Like physically trip yeah. her. And hey, we get the most important screen cap. Ever, oh. um, in this new pot of Gert lore because uh, I'll post it again in scheduling. So it's like shows like perfect, okay, good. Went in the steps. Gert, Gert, <laughs> Gert. Y'all mind if I Gert? <laughs> How are you so, guys feeling today? I'm feeling pretty Gert. Thanks for asking. Uh, it's kind of like a bit of a Gert day. I'm sorry. I hung um, a special button on my car that says Gert job. <laughs> Guardians of, the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, I am Gert. <laughs> I am Gert. Um, hey, my favorite, so, yeah. my favorite JoJo's opening, Gert Days. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this podcast is now called Pod of Gert. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's great, but with an R instead of an A, and it's a very funny joke. And it's a, joke. It's a, it's a typo. Gert with a down arrow, which is kind of... Yeah. Oh, it's a Surely that was the direction stepping of- down, I guess. Yeah, but that's weird to me because like down usually means bad. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with going down. Your Gert levels go down. There's a lot right with going down, frankly. Mmm. Um, that was a Gert bit, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So, Gert job, guys. Gert, Gert job. Um, so yeah, Anzu... uh, not such a Gert job from Johnny Steps over here. No, no Johnny Steps sucks. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 finish the dance duel. They're just like kind of hanging out by the bay river. I guess Domino City is kind of like Tokyo. Or no, no, they canonically go to Shibuya because you see the 108 building in the montage. Mm-hmm. What? Um, yeah. And the world ends with Yu Gang is hanging out. <laughs> yeah, Yu Gi was dead the whole time. Um, What's going on? I almost just made a big uh, spoiler. Whoops. I do. We we spoiled a lot of things in this podcast when for, the first for, time for you for Yu Gi Oh. Don't do that for it's World Ends with Yu Gi Oh game entirely. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Um. So yeah, they're like by the water, hanging out. Sex pervert Johnny Step comes back. Um. <clears throat> oh yeah, I think they're are they hanging out by the water and like Yami's kind of talking, to, starting to talk about his feelings, but they get interrupted by Johnny yeah, Steps. It's yeah. Like, Was that a and thing? It's like he's been following them the whole time, which is yeah. creepy. Oh yeah, the reason <sighs> the reason why he wanted to dance with Anzu is because he was like, hey, if I win, you got to hang out with me. Regular. So he comes back. Yeah, he, and Johnny Steps is, like, older, 
He's definitely not yeah. a fifteen year old. Way he looks older. Like he's, he looks like he's in his thirties. Mm-hmm. He, I was gonna say like twenties, but yeah, real shit. D- doesn't matter how old he is; it's still bad. I hate that. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. So he shows up. He's like, "Hey, I still want to hang out with you. Duel me instead. I've du- done over two hundred street duels. No one can beat me." like okay dude. yeah and i think what i really like about this is that yami kind of turns to anzu and is like do, do, are you okay if i take care of this guy like she he asks anzu for <laughs> yeah. like her permission to defend her and i'm like and she's you. like Fucking... sure we stand a yeah. chivalrous king drinking yeah. the respect anzu juice yeah <laughs> <laughs> respecting anzu hours who up it's it's res- it's respecting anzu tea please <laughs> oh my so... goodness oh oh nice. my god I got it. Do you get it? I got it. Yeah. Yeah, just drinking that tea. So, off to the only place anyone ever duels, Akaiba Land. Yeah. Yeah. How did they get in? I think think it's open. Do you have to pay? Remember last? Remember the Rebecca episodes where like they were all booked up like four years in advance and like no one could get a duel pod, huh? Yeah. I think Mokuba just get after hours. No, I think Mokuba just gives them a lifetime pass because Kaiba certainly won't, but Mokuba's like, hey, I'm grateful towards you. You mm-hmm. saved our lives. Hey, maybe they like remember the like secret way in that Mokuba showed them on the, <gasps> oh, damn. the, yeah. the That's it. those episodes. That's it. That's canon. You know, That's the things that yeah. they're standing on, the little platforms, kind of look like sharks. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. they've got fins. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I vaguely remember in the dub that... Um, Instead of uh, Johnny Stats being like, hey, I've won over 400 street duels, uh, it's Yami who's like, okay, well, I'll t- challenge you, but this time we're going to play duel monsters. And like, the, it's Yami who decides that they're going to play duel monsters. Yes, that does happen. Um, which, that seemed to me really unfair because, like, it's fucking Yami. Yeah, Yami's like, the best at duel monsters. Like, that just seems really mean. Like, hey, I'm just gonna go beat you up now at the game that I'm best at in the entire world. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? I consider mean, this, to be though. Fair, it it's could Johnny Stacks. Yami could be like, I'll punch you. Yami yeah. can't punch? What? I don't know. Yami, Yami has no upper body strength whatsoever. Because Johnny Stab said, like, he said street duels, and I don't know what that means. I think he just means, like, just like dual monsters. Just like, oh, okay. not with the holograms, just like playing it. But, gotcha. like, to be fair, Yami Steps deserves this. Like, yeah. there's no one yeah. more appropriate for Yami to, like... To, Dunk what's, on? What's the word um, when you're, like, uh, pretending to, like, not be good at a game? Hustling. There's oh. no one else that y- I would rather see Yami hustle than Johnny Steps, at least. Yeah. He so. doesn't even hustle him. He just doesn't say anything before dueling. Like, he's just like, yeah, let's duel. Yeah, true. So, yeah, they go to Kaiba Land. They duel. Um, I wrote it down, but, like, we're kind of like... Oh, my God, we're already over an hour, so... I, like, only just noticed how long we've been recording for, and, like, yeah. we went on many tangents here. We did. So, yeah. Um, but they we do- were good tangents. They, they yeah. duel, and Yami wins. Um, I do just want to mention, like, the duel isn't very interesting, but, like, the Johnny Steps has a really cool deck that's just full of, like, musician-themed cards. Yeah. It's cool. He, he, and Song like, Made is very cute. Yeah. He, yeah. It's called a... He's f- got, um... Fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers user from JoJo. He does play yeah. Akira Otoishi in attack mode. It's good. It's really good. So, yeah, his deck, they say it's called a fun deck. And Yami's like, oh, it's a deck not designed to win, but to appeal to your interest. And I'm like, oh, like my bug deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. They do a lot of that as Yu-Gi-Oh goes on, just like weird themed decks. Yeah, so I mean, like it's every D and D character I've ever made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who cares about game balance? For my interest. Who cares about game balance when you can play a uh, 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 halfling druid who eats dirt? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I just want to play a bird. Hey. Yeah, I just yeah. want to play a bird. Yeah. Put a bird on it. Feel like then you should have put a bird on it. Oh. Um, Good. Yeah, Yami, Yami wins the duel. I think there's like a little thing at the end of the episode where uh, Johnny Steps like quits before he actually gets beaten. Yeah, he because he like doesn't want to be seen losing. Anzu is like, "Why are you running away? What the hell?" And he's like, up. "You're right. I shouldn't run away anymore because that's bad." And Anzu's like, "You're right. It is bad. Good job on you noticing it." And that was and then interesting. Yeah, no, it's like motivational yeah. wisdom from Anzu. Like, yeah. no matter how yeah, much- and then Anzu does like the sickest roast of all time here. Yeah. <laughs> the Comedy Central roast of Step Donnie. Like, do you have any friends? Uh, I've got tons of friends, actual friends. Uh, one, one, maybe, <laughs> maybe one. Oh, that's the one that they give you. So <laughs> in the in the sub. The one thing I, I guess he like holds his hand up and does one or whatever because they react to oh, that yeah, specifically. The, um, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, because Anzu asks him like, you know, you want to be a dancer? How many rehearsals have you gone to or auditions have you gone to? And he's like one, and she's like one. Like I've done dozens and failed. Like even if you fail, keep trying, Johnny. Be oh, I love better. that. Yeah, it's like really yeah. nice motivational wisdom from Anzu. That yeah, there's like like the I think the dub motivation is like it's good to have friends. Um, whereas the sub motivation is like I think Anzu says to him like, hey, you you know you're a way better dancer than you are a duelist. Like, what are you doing here? Um, and I think Johnny Steps is like, bitch, do you have any idea how hard it is to make it as a career as a dancer? And Anzu's like, uh, yeah, like <laughs> yes. how many additions have you been to? Um, and it's all like it's all it's the the theme is like don't give up Both and follow your heart. Girls. Um, Chase your bliss. And I think I think you know Yami's listening to this and hears it and he's like, oh real shit, I'd better go to the museum. So he does. Yeah. So because Yami I've is. Got a, he's off to face his past. He's off to face his memories and um, a lot of this stuff in this episode like. Yeah, I think this might have been one of the things that uh, Anzu and Yami were talking about uh, when they were looking out at the sea and got interrupted by Johnny Steps. Yeah. But, like, the whole thing is that, like, Yami um, doesn't want things to change. Um, because, you know, last episode, when he we just talked about it, where he says, like, partner, I want to stay with you forever. Mm. Um, and, you know, he knows that Yugi's really attached to them. He knows that Yugi would rather, like, fucking literally die than be without him. Yeah. And, like... But at the same time, he wants to, like, go after his memories and, like, figure out who he is. Um, so I think here's where he decides to, like, follow his heart. Um, which is sad because, like, that's that's gonna kind of... That's gonna start on a path that will result in him and Yugi being separated forever. And boy, I cry! Boy, I cry. I extreme cry. Boy, I cry. Crying in the club. When I'm weeping. When Crying I'm? in the dance dance... Revolution arcade. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's it. That's the episode. Yeah, we're probably gonna get like another incredible lore dump next episode, but it's fine because Battle City, baby. Next well, episode we... is supposed to be another duel. Cool. Next episode is. 
Eh, it's the start of like Jill's Kingdom stuff. I don't know. I won't be here. <laughs> Dun- doesn't matter. That's a problem for the three of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that's we have a lot of Tumblr questions. Neat. Yeah. It turns out that doing an at everyone in a server full of people who listen to your podcast is a pretty good way to get asks. You know. Who knew? Um. Shall I? Do you want to do them all, or shall I like select some choice ones because we're getting far on time? Yeah. Get get the good ones. We'll run through them. Why don't we go with ones that are like relevant to the episodes and save the other ones for other ones? Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think I'm back. I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick the ones that are like a bit shorter and more throwaway. There's a few really nice in deep ones, but like um, I'll go with this one, uh, which is anonymous says to Pod of Greed, "What would be your arcade game of choice if the stakes were fatally high?" Could you ski ball to stop the apocalypse? Oh, shit. Um, uh, I'm doing the Chuck E. Cheese Spider Stop game. I'll, I might oh, fuck up, but good. at least I'll have a good time. What arcade game? Um, I've actually... Can I can I confess something? Hmm. That I've never yeah. been to an arcade? Wow! I mean, that's, that's fine. You're valid. I went bowling once, if that counts, and there was a DDR machine there. And the other girls in the boarding school, because it was a school trip, or a boarding school trip, the other girls had to go on it, but I, I was too scared because I didn't have any friends. Um, I've never been to an arcade and had a game, so I don't know what the games are that I could do. At Colossal Con, um, we went to the arcade at the water park, and there was a large Flappy Bird machine. And oh I'm uh, terrifyingly good at Flappy Bird. So. Oh my god. Damn. Huh. Um, that's real, a nice one. Real that. gamer scout hero. Um, yeah. Max, do you, do you have one? Um, like for, for Chuck E. Cheese, I was always pretty good at like actually the skee ball one. Hmm. Um, I remember one that I really really liked was like this Jazz Jackrabbit arcade machine at Chuck oh, E. That Cheese. Sick. Yeah, it was it was like just like a, a port or maybe it was the original one of one of the Jazz Jackrabbit games, but like I played that a lot. I was never really any good at any of them, though, so, like, no, I'd probably, like, lose a duel or die or have to hang out with Johnny Steps or whatever. I don't remember what the stakes were, but... You have I, to, I, have to go, go on a date with Johnny Steps. Yeah, I'll go on the date. I'll take that. That's fine. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. but we're adults, so it's not as bad. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Where's I mean, Johnny I'm sure Steps he, he's taking cool. you on the date, though? He's taking me back to the arcade to play DDR. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duh. What else and does then he do he's with his time? He's gonna trip you again. <laughs> I would yeah. if he doesn't trip me, I'd end up falling myself. Yeah, mood. In love Aww. with Johnny Steps. <laughs> oh no. Your face um, is okay. Speaking of love, speaking of love, Ooh. uh Jared said in a question. Uh so Clyde Clink said to Podogarine, ship this boat that. Where would you want Yugi to take you on a date if y'all were the same age? Um, would you rather date Yami or Yugi? Where's Joey? Why doesn't he get a love interest? He doesn't. Okay. Um, Joey doesn't deserve one, first of all. So, I the question here Joey. is Joey's love interest is Kaiba. It's yeah. Kaiba or That's, Duke or canonically yeah. Mai, I guess. It's Kaiba. It's whatever. Kaiba. It's Kaiba. Kaiba. Um, so, yeah, the question is uh, where would you want Yugi to take you on a date if y'all were the same age? And would you rather date Yami or Yugi? Hmm. <sighs> I mean, I'm. Like, living outside of D.C., there's, like, a ton of free museums. I've um, got one. So, like, hey, g- g- Yugi, take me to an Egypt museum. Specifically, Yami, um, take me to an Egypt museum. 
My one is Yami Take Me LARPing. Oh my god. Oh man, yeah. Um, I'm going to try to approach this from a different perspective. What was I like at the age of 16? Hmm. I would probably go on a date to hmm, probably this local diner with maybe like Yami or Yugi actually. I don't know. I actually can't just, I'm not, I guess 16 year old me might go with Yugi. I would be intimidated by Yami. And I actually think that if I was going to go LARPing with either of them, I'd probably pick Yugi because I think it'd be a lot more fun. I think Yami would take it way too seriously. <laughs> I would want to go with Yugi because we'd be the same height. Um, <laughs> to me. But I haven't been on a date in so long. I don't remember where people go on dates to. I used to go on dates all the time to like the theater. But I have a feeling hmm. that like Yugi wouldn't want to go to the theater for a date. That doesn't seem like something that Yugi would want to do. WWYD. What? WWYD. What would Yugi do? Yeah, Yugi. Yugi doesn't seem like a musical theater kind of boy. Yugi yeah. could take me to go see Book of Mormon with Tony Award-winning voice <laughs> actor Andrew Randall. That's the only oh, true answer. Excellent. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, do we want to ask more questions, or should we go into that? Um, yeah, I think we should. I think we should move on to that. Yeah. yeah take us so. Away. I was supposed to do this sooner, but uh, this week on Behind the Voice Actors, uh, award-winning voice actor Andrew Rannells, actor and voice actor Andrew Rannells, uh, Andrew Rannells is, was born in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, he is the fourth of five siblings. Uh, he, he, he is a, the he's known for a lot of theater acting. In 2001 to 2004, he worked with four kids. Oh, the Yugi, or the Wikipedia article says he also directed a small number of video games, quote unquote Kirby and quote unquote Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, <laughs> I can't believe that Andrew, like, I only know him as Elder Price in the Book of Mormon, yeah, and now I'm just, there's so much else. You should watch, you should definitely watch, um, there's he a three performances, I think. Or it's live at Lincoln Center. I don't recall of uh, falsettos. He was also in Pokemon Live he was and in remember Live. Yeah. Um, games. He is a bunch of characters in a bunch of old four kids dubs. He is Archie in Ar in Archie's Weird Mysteries. He is among other roles Chief Bookum, Nightmare, and Rick in the Kirby anime. He oh, is. No, Rick was in the Kirby anime. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I think all of Kirby's friends are in uh, Kirby's animal buddies are in that. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. He is Deco and Bokun and Mr. Stewart in and Sonic X. He has a number of roles in Pokemon that I don't recognize, but it looks like the most recurring one is a character named Harley. He is hmm. an up. He is several characters in Yu-Gi-Oh, including Johnny Steps, as well as Mako Tsunami, and an upcoming character. I don't know if you want me to, like, censor out the name of the character or not, so I'll just say uh, another character. He was a gun officer in Shadow the Hedgehog. He was in The Simpsons as himself. He was in Will and Grace <laughs> as Reggie. And I am just going through the IMDb now. You get yeah, the idea. Damn. 
This is a prolific actor. He was in Tokyo, didn't just... you? Huh? Oh yeah, I still he can't was. believe. I still can't believe that Elder Price voices Johnny Steps. I know. Elder tsunami. Price is Johnny Steps, y'all. Who knew? I mean, Johnny Steps is a kind of, but mostly me guy, really. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he was in Street Sharks. Oh my god, it's a good show. That's one of the Street Sharks. Of course he was in Street Sharks! I looked up what that was, and apparently it was about, like, humanoid shark-shaped yeah. people that fall. Oh, it was all sorts of it messed was, up. It was weird. I watched a couple of episodes, and it is weird how much, like, random babes want to fuck the Street Sharks. I'm disturbed by that. <laughs> and, and on that bombshell... Let's That'll... yeet this podcast out the window after yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, s- yeah. So, Scout, real quick, yeah. where can we find you on the internet? Is there anything you're a part of that you want to plug? Of course. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at Alderani. Talk about um, D&D, mostly, um, and I cosplay. Um, I do put two podcasts. One is Original Character Do Not Steal. Uh, that's OCDNS cast, where I interview people about their original characters. And I do another one with my friend Amanda about Fate. Um, that's Fate Stay Night, Fate Zero, um, any Fate Extra, anything in that realm, um, called Unlimited, Bla- Unlimited Blade Jerks. And you can find that at UBJCast on Twitter. I'm currently editing the second episode of that. Um, that's it. Alright. Yay! We we stand a Skype. We stand. Yeah. Um, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion and Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. As I'm, always. I'm Dan Silva. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson on Twitter. You can find my comedy blog uh, at Xbox underscore Holiday. Oh shit, uh, at Mike underscore Dawson was a zero. I don't know if I specified that or not. Uh, you can find, and I'd like to plug uh, Linksmith Games, uh, the game, I guess, label that uh, Riley of Bed Bath and Bionicle works on. Or oh, tight. Uh, you can visit that at linksmithgames.com or mymothercangotohell.com. Uh, <laughs> Good URL. Uh, <laughs> there's some. There's uh, Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwine. That's a Kingdom Hearts-themed RPG. There's also some small pay-what-you-wants, like uh, Skate or Die, which is a uh, Lasers and Feelings of Hack of, of, uh, about skating. And that's that's the what I wanted to plug. Okay. Cool. Oh, thank you, Dan. And uh, I'm, I'm Sarah. You can find me in hell. Um, I just want to say, I, and you can also find me on the internet at Sarah Mc Costumes and stuff, blah blah blah. Um, and I just want to say that like this this week has been one of the most busy, stressful weeks of my life. And knowing that I'm gonna record Pot of Greed at the end of it has kind of like it's given me something to like look forward to, and I very much enjoyed doing the podcast with y'all. So I just wanted to say thank you and good night. You get and thank you very much to Scott for being on the show. Oh, it's shit, cool. there's one more it thing a pleasure. we need Scout to do. Okay. Oh, yeah. You yeah, need yeah, to... Yeah. We need. We have a special thing we... We uh, we like to have a new guest uh, sign out with a very special quote. Okay, I'll say it. I don't want to say it, but I'll say it. The whole thing? You don't have to say it. The whole thing. As far as, far as you can get. Okay. 
Norman Reedus, booty ass dirt, hand slap, prince ass naked, butt ass naked, ass out. Mud covered booty ass naked, ass out, butt ass naked, booty cheeks, butt ass out, naked booty out, <laughs> naked ass, Norman Beavis, butt ass naked, mud slap, butt cheeks, bappy one. You guys! What if it was- You did it. What if it was- What if it was Mormon Beavis? <laughs> you guys, I referenced the stuff on my resume. That's so good.